With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Are you ready to take full control of your physical, emotional, and spiritual health? Are you ready to experience great success in your life? Health Talk with Dr. Diane M.D. will teach you the tools and strategies to help you take control of your health and inspire you to live your best life. Now here is your host, Dr. Diane A. Thompson, M.D. Welcome to Health Talk with Dr. Diane M.D. This is the show that is designed to inform and inspire you to a healthier lifestyle. I am your host, Dr. Dr. Diane A. Thompson, MD, and as always, it is my pleasure spending time with you on this broadcast with the goal that you may learn something that may take your health and your life to a higher level. I want to welcome you again to the show this week, and I want to let you know that I am so grateful that you choose to spend your time with me. I will remind you that the information provided is for educational purposes only and is not intended for diagnosis or treatment. Please seek the advice of your healthcare provider before making any changes to your health. All right, so this week we will be talking about everything skin. We're going to be talking about skincare, and my guest is going to share information on the best ways to keep your skin healthy and youthful. Dr. Fane L. Fry, a board-certified dermatologist. She had her training at Cornell University Medical College, and she has over 20 years of experience treating skin diseases and helping patients look their best. She's also the creator of this wonderful little website called fryface.com. Thank you for inviting me. It's my pleasure. Everyone wants to know how to stay beautiful, how to stay youthful, how to have healthy skin. And I wonder, first of all, if you can share with us uh, what got you interested in the field of dermatology in the first place? Dr. Diane, I have wanted to be a physician as early as I can remember. Uh, And I entered medical school, actually, with the goal of being a pediatrician. Uh, And as you know, we go through those rotations and those electives, and after completing them all, I found dermatology by far the most interesting to me. Uh, While I was an intern at the New York Hospital in internal medicine, I was fascinated that I could diagnose kidney and liver disease by examining the skin. Uh, We could diagnose skin cancers and other cancers also by examining the skin. Uh, we had the opportunity to diagnose uh, conditions like lupus, autoimmune diseases, uh, certain infections, uh, revealed certain immunodeficiencies. I found dermatology fascinating, uh, realizing it was really the window of the general health of the patient. And I then realized that although I looked at skin as an organ uh, with a function, most of the population considered skin a measure of their beauty, uh, how they how it affected their self-esteem, you know, as per se. So I realized that by helping patients improve their skin, 
it often correlated with them feeling better about themselves. Uh, I was fortunate enough to match in a dermatology match, which is how we applied again into dermatology, and the rest is history. I was a dermatology resident at Mount Sinai Hospital and in practice uh, ever since. Well, now you came up with this website. You created FryFace.com. Tell us about that website and why did you even choose to create it? On a daily basis in my office and in the streets with my friends, uh, everywhere I go, I'm asked, Dr. Fry, what is the best moisturizer? What is a good sunscreen? A question like, what do I really need to use on my skin? And it became very, very obvious to me that my patients were confused. They were being bombarded with an overwhelming selection of over-the-counter skincare products. They didn't have a rational method of selecting one. They'd be standing at that big wall at their local store, and they they were inundated. They didn't know what to pick. Uh, Often they were influenced by those marketing claims of advertisers. Marketing is brilliant. Uh, They would purchase products they often didn't need or weren't fulfilling their expectations. And all too often, those products were very costly. So I decided to develop a free, uh, educational, easy, accessible resource that would educate the average consumer and would simplify that overwhelming choice of products that are available, that are effective, safe, and affordable, and that already existed at local stores and pharmacies. So that resource is now called FryFace.com. And now there are many sites out there that uh, seem to talk about products and skincare and so forth. So how is this site different from those other sites? Ah, very good question. So FryFace is unique for several reasons. Firstly, I have no financial interest in any product or I have no financial interest uh, in any manufacturer on the site. So I consider myself a very unbiased opinion. I base my recommendations on the factual information that is determined in the medical literature. Uh, I sell nothing. I try to um, get rid of the marketing. And if I could mention how powerful that marketing is, um, the terms that you hear like natural or hypoallergenic or non-comedogenic, these are all marketing terms on labels, and they have no standard guidelines or meanings. Uh, so my site doesn't, uh, doesn't market anything. These products have been selected for you. Uh, secondly, FryFace offers a tool, a product selector tool, that helps consumers select moisturizers, cleansers, and sunscreens based on their needs. So, for example, if a patient has sensitive skin or they just prefer a product that is fragrance-free, they can select a product that's fragrance-free. They can select uh, a moisturizer with sunscreen, or perhaps they're looking for one to use in the evening without sunscreen. Uh, Patients who have acne, we know there are certain ingredients that make acne worse or that exacerbate acne. Uh, Same is true for eczema. Patients who have eczema, have um, there are ingredients that make eczema worse or make their uh, eczema cause eczema patients can select products that do not contain ingredients uh, that uh, we know cause or worsen those conditions because our programming has selected can select out for those pro, uh, products uh, people can t- select for a dispenser type some people prefer a jar or a tube or a pump Folks who travel don't like to have pumps. Uh, Others don't like to stick their hand in jars, so you can select your own dispenser type. Um, Another interesting feature is products are listed 
When you do a search, products are listed with the fewest ingredients first. Medical science tells us the fewer the ingredients in a product, the lesser the chance of getting an allergic reaction to that product. So when a user does a search, it is automatically listed in order of ingredients with the fewest ingredients first and then down to those with more ingredients. Basically, it tells patients what they really need. It, offer, it also offers educational information about moisturizers and sunscreen facts, information on anti-aging creams, what they are, what they could really do. And again, Dr. Diane, this is all based on the medical literature. Uh, we sell nothing. I really appreciate you doing this. I've worked in skincare in the past, and you're so right. Even today, I will go in some of the major stores and People are trying to purchase skincare products, and they'll listen to uh, the person that's there, the salesperson, and they will convince them that they need all these different things because of all these different ingredients. And you can clearly see that people are really overwhelmed. So I, I think the idea of giving them a site where they can learn the terms, learn what the products mean, and even the product selector. You know, I, I think, yeah, that, that's really a great service that you've offered to patients. Our intention is to sell product, those folks standing at that, those counters. They, they, they truly feel they're doing the right thing, but their goal and their only goal is to sell product. I agree. Yeah, but it is it is cuz when they do go there, this is the only person that's really helping them. So, how amazing it would be if they take a look at your site first and you know, so they're educated before they go in to make a purchase. All right. Let's let's switch gears a little bit. You say that there are some common um, skincare myths that are out there that you come across in your practice. What are some of those? Oh, common myths. Um, probably the most common myth is expensive skincare products are more effective than less expensive ones. And the truth is, they are not. There is absolutely no correlation whatsoever between the cost of a product and its ability to hydrate the skin. And the array of affordable moisturizers that are out there are just as effective as their ex uh, expensive counterparts that you'll find readily available in your local stores and supermarkets. Um, that's probably that's a common myth. Another myth, which hopefully we can talk more about these anti-aging creams, uh, over-the-counter anti-aging creams or anti-wrinkle creams, as some people like to refer them as, uh, can reverse the sign of aging. Uh, they cannot. Anti-wrinkle creams are moisturizers. I hope to get uh, discuss some a little bit more detail about this with you. Uh, the listeners should know that the workhorse of any over-the-counter anti-wrinkle cream is truly its ability to hydrate the skin. Uh, as moisturizers, uh, these products, they increase the water content of the most superficial layers of skin, and that only temporarily improves the appearance of fine lines and wrinkles. So that is another myth that people should know about. Uh, I need anti-wrinkle creams to look my best. You do not. Most dermatologists I think I speak to would agree that, again, the best anti-aging product available on the market today is sunscreen, protecting skin from harmful rays during the day with a broad-spectrum sunscreen. Uh, and sun avoidance is beneficial in fighting the aging, and, and research has shown this. 
In terms of sunscreen, because this may be another myth that's out there, I've sometimes heard um, comments about ethnic skin and the need for sunscreen. So can you clear up that myth? I've heard people say, well, if I have dark complexion, I have natural sunscreen, so I don't need sunscreen. Can you address that? The aging process is universal, and it crosses all ethnicities and all skin types. Even my darkest of patients, uh, individuals of color absolutely need sunscreen. They are afforded a little bit more protection because of the increased pigment in their skin, uh, and therefore their signs of aging may occur a little later in life, 20s and 30s versus 30s and 40s. But the sun damage does occur, and so it is advised that regardless of, your, regardless of your skin color, your skin type, whether you're the fairest of fair or the darkest of dark, you absolutely should wear a broad-spectrum sunscreen with SPF 30 or higher. Okay. Are there other myths that uh, you were about to address before I interrupted you? Oh, we have lots of myths. Probably the myth of skincare products containing natural ingredients are safer and more effective. This word natural seems to um, recur itself, organic, natural. Let's define natural first of all. Well, the answer to the myth is no, they're not more effective. Natural ingredients are usually ingredients from plants and flowers from plants, herbs, oils, roots. They take these botanicals and these ingredients and they incorporate them into a skincare product, but by doing it, they first must heat the, heat the process. They must be processed, heated, chemically modified. Um, so these natural products are no longer in their natural form when they get into the skin product, first and foremost. Uh, we didn't really talk much about a drug versus a cosmetic, but I should preface this by saying the cosmetic industry is not regulated by the FDA. So suppliers of certain ingredients like botanicals, you don't necessarily know where they're coming from, these products. And products of botanical products have sometimes contaminants in them. They have heavy metals, they have toxins, and we have acid rain, we have pesticides. And it is the manufacturer's responsibility to keep their pro- product safe. It's not a re- there's no regulation. So the problem with botanical products or natural products is sometimes they're contaminants, and there's no medical proof that they have any efficacy, that they really do anything. But they're a great marketing tool. It's a great way to get a, a patient to buy something by saying it's natural because it, because it comes from a melon or because, because it comes from another fruit or vegetable. So that's another myth, the natural ingredient claim, which uh, really there's no medical evidence that it's at all effective or beneficial. All right. So what we're going to do is take a short break. For our sponsors, and when we come back, we will continue talking with Dr. Fry about uh, some of the important steps that we can include in our skincare regimen to get the best outcome. So we'll be right back after these uh, few messages. Listen to Health Talk with Dr. Diane M.D. for tools and strategies to live a healthy, happy, and successful life. For details, go to drdianethompson.com. That's drdianethompson.com. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Dr. Diane A. Thompson. Are you ready to take control of your physical, emotional, and spiritual health? Are you ready to experience great success in your life? 
Join us for Health Talk with Dr. Diane M.D. every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on Atlanta's incredible radio, AM 1570 WIGO or listen live stream at WIGOAM.com. For your wealth development, asset management, retirement planning, and insurance needs, contact Winston A. Clark at 917-816-7182. That's 917-816-7182. I have over 10 years of experience in wealth management and providing life and health insurance, and I'm very passionate about helping you meet your financial needs. My hair won't grow. My hair won't grow. Yes, it will. Hi, I'm renowned hair growth specialist, Victoria Crystal. Grow and keep your hair length as I did, from a boy buzz to my waist in three years with a relaxer. Now I'm on a new journey, natural. In two years from the big top, it is now below my bra length. Do you want to grow and keep your hair growth? Go to www.myhairwon'tgrow2.com for details. And please follow me on social media. All right, welcome back. If you are just joining us, my guest today is board-certified dermatologist, Dr. Fry. She is the creator of the website, fryface.com. And we just got through talking about some of the myths associated with skincare. What about the three biggest skincare mistakes that you've seen people made, and how do we correct those? The biggest mistakes, um, first we have to ask ourselves, what is driving this billion-dollar skincare industry? And the answer to that question is one belief Dr. Diane, there is a very strong belief that there is a fountain of youth in a bottle. And I must assure your listeners that based on scientific research, you cannot find a fountain of youth in a bottle. Um, For an ingredient to claim that it is anti-aging or rejuvenating, science has to prove three things. It first has to prove that whatever this compound is, it has to penetrate the top layer of skin. Once it proves that, it has to prove that there's a target lower in the lower levels of the skin and that there's an effect on that target. And then it must prove that we see some change in the skin to a, so that we can say, yes, this is really effective. Uh, using just photography, which is what a lot of studies do, it's very difficult to standardize clinical photography. So there's no objective measurement. It's a very subjective thing. So with all that, with all that understanding, the biggest, one, the biggest mistake people make is they purchase very expensive anti-aging products that really don't do, that do no more than hydrate the skin. They would be better off purchasing a quality moisturizer from their local pharmacy. That's probably the biggest, uh, biggest mistake. Another mistake uh, is a magic potion. It exists, and I just mentioned it. This potion prevents 90% of sunspots. It prevents wrinkles. It prevents saggy skin. It's sold everywhere, yet only one in 10 Americans actually applies it daily. And scientific study, there was a recent study out of Australia just a few months ago that compared to other over-the-counter ingredients, it's the most effective anti-aging preventative ingredient available today. And what is that product? It is sunscreen. So the mistake number two is most individuals do not apply daily sunscreen That's a moisture, uh, or a moisturizer containing a sunscreen, and it should be, again, broad spectrum and uh, SPF 30 or higher. 
that's probably the second biggest mistake. The third biggest mistake uh, is probably, let me explain, the skin has an ability to hydrate itself. Uh, you may not realize this, but there are individuals who never, ever apply moisturizer, yet the skin is still very moist. And it can do that by two ways and two ways only. The superficial cells on the skin are wrapped in lipids, in fats, and it makes us waterproof. It's the reason you can jump into a swimming pool and jump out and nothing enters us and nothing leaves us. Those cells also contain little sponges. We call them humectants. They're little compounds that absorb water from the deeper levels of skin and sometimes from the environment when it's very humid. And these two mechanisms help our skin maintain moisture. Anything that strips our skin of those lipids or those little proteins, those little sponges, will actually cause us to have dry skin. So mistake number three would be the use of too many harsh products, patients using or individuals using toners, astringents, and some very harsh soaps. My advice is keep it simple. You don't need so many harsh products. That would be the third biggest mistake. And I want to go back to the second one that you talked about, the sunscreen. Is there a difference in using sunscreen that's already in a moisturizer, already in a foundation, versus sunscreen by itself? Moisturizers with sunscreen in them are adequate for daily wear. So if you're going, you get up in the morning, you're going to the store, you're going to work, you have a moisturizer on with the SPF 30, adequate protection for daily wear. If you're going to the beach, most of these are not so water resistant. That's another quality of sunscreens. So I would recommend you would use an actual sunscreen that is broad spectrum, SPF 30, that is also water resistant, meaning you can submerge yourself in water for 40 minutes at minimum. The labels are now going to say 40 minutes. Some, in, some products will be tested also for 80 minutes. So to answer your question, daily wear, you would use moisturizer with sunscreen all year round because, again, even in the cold winter, uh, if you live in areas where there's cold winter, even though it's cold, the sun is still shining. So you would use moisturizer with broad-spectrum sunscreen. If you were going to be active or sweating or being at the, going to the beach uh, outdoors, then I would suggest a sunscreen uh, with SPF 30 or higher. And as far as makeup, I do not recommend, to, depending on your SPF from makeup, it, uh, the way it is applied, you don't get the full SPF in foundation and makeup most of the time. So I would also use a moisturizer with sunscreen under that foundation. Okay, I'm, great. I'm glad you cleared that up. And uh, another thing you did mention, which often comes up, is you know people will think that it's wintertime, I don't need to wear sunscreen, so I'm glad you addressed that. And then in terms of the, the third thing you mentioned, you brought up something about toner. I remember many years ago, and I had been involved in the spa business years ago, and one of the, you know, one of the products that was really uh, encouraged and people bought, bought it quite a bit was a toner, and people still do it today. So, again, you, you mentioned it, that it can be damaging. In general, do you ever recommend toner to any of your patients? 
Oily skin patients sometimes can benefit from astringents, toners, products that have witch hazel in them. My advice to someone who really has a skin problem, and that includes acne and oily skin, because they're pretty much treated similarly by the dermatologist, or there are prescriptions that we can use that are good for both, is see a, see a dermatologist. I wouldn't attempt to treat a skin problem by myself. Uh, I wouldn't buy a I wouldn't purchase a, a product blindly. I wouldn't purchase one online. Uh, I would go see a skincare expert and let them give you what you need. Again, all too often people are doing more damage removing these natural ingredients. When I say natural, I mean those proteins and those lipids that your skin normally makes and keeps your skin moist. By using these products, sometimes you do more damage. So my best advice would be if someone really had a, med- a medical a skin issue, Get an expert. Get an expert opinion. Sounds good. My guest is Dr. Fry. She's a board-certified dermatologist and the creator of FryFace.com. Now, what about the important steps in, to include in your skincare regimen? What do you recommend? I recommend keep it very simple. There are three things that are appropriate to use on your face. Uh, in the morning, a cleanser. I would suggest a mild facial cleanser to help remove makeup, uh, some oil gland, sebum excretions that we have during the day, environmental dirt. Mild cleansers, you can, again, fry face, you can select one. Uh, Then I would apply a moisturizer. And the moisturizer, if it's a daily wear moisturizer, it would contain SPF 30 or higher. Uh, And if that would be your morning regimen, Unless, of course, you were going outdoors and going to spend a great deal of time outdoors, I would use a separate sunscreen. But for most daily wear, a cleanser in the morning and a moisturizer, quality facial moisturizer. Uh, in the evening, if you are oily skinned or you feel that you need to cleanse your face again, although, again, not everybody needs to wash their face twice a day because you don't want to wash off again those proteins and those lipids that are keeping your skin moist, but you could wash again in the evening with your mild cleanser and moisturize. This time the moisturizer should not have a sunscreen in it. You're about to go to sleep, Um, and um, that, that is really what you really need, cleanser, moisturizer, and sunscreen or a moisturizer with sunscreen. Now, with this regimen, you know, there will be a lot of businesses that will be losing quite a bit of money (laughs) with all the products that they sell. (laughs) They're not going to be happy with me. No, they're not. No, they're not. And I wanted to also go back quickly. You mentioned cleanser. Um, Sometimes you will hear people will recommend a particular type of cleanser for the wintertime and a different type for the summertime. Do you feel that it's necessary to have different types of cleanser? based on the season I don't I think a mild facial cleanser is is adequate all year round uh, soap free you know when we say soap most people think of soap as anything that's a cleanser but soap is really an alkaline salt and a very high pH substance um, there are plenty of what you'll see on the label soap free cleansers they don't have those strong alkaline salts in them and those alkaline salts again strip the skin of the natural Uh, compounds that keep your skin moist. So a soap-free cleanser or a beauty bar 
of course, I would always recommend fragrance-free um, is, is adequate, and it's adequate all year round. If there's any difference in winter versus summer, it would probably be in areas where in the wintertime it's much more, the air is much more dry, and so we do have increased dryness as the water in the skin in, tries to evaporate because it is so dry. So the difference between summer and winter isn't, wouldn't be so much in the cleanser, but would be more in the moisturizing. I think individuals really need to moisturize more in the winter to recreate that barrier so that water doesn't evaporate. Um, and uh, I, my advice would be to moisturize more frequently in the winter. Uh, in the summer when the air is very humid, sometimes it gets 70 80% humidity. Uh, the skin is actually very moist because it could draw water from the, moisture, from the environment, which it cannot do in the wintertime in cold, in cold air. So winter season, the season differences, Moisturize more in the winter. Probably can get away with moisturizing less in, in the um, summer. But the cleanser, mild-free, soap-free cleanser all year round. Okay. And you did tell us the steps. But so now someone has this information. They know the different steps that they should take uh, in terms of managing their skin. The question is now they go to the pharmacy or to wherever they go to buy their products. Mm-hmm. With so many products out there, how do they choose the right product? You know, how, what, what advice, what suggestion do you give in terms of, okay, I know I should get a mild cleanser, but there are 50 mild cleansers. Or, exactly. you know, yeah, where, how do they go about doing this? Well, that's exactly why I developed fryface.com. It's very difficult. I know you were going to say that. I know you were. You gonna knew I was going to say that. You just—that was a great feedback. I couldn't help myself. Uh, that was the—that is the answer that I had to give my patients. It is overwhelming. The marketing is overwhelming, and to simplify the process, I had to come up with a. Uh, easily accessible tool where the folks could do that, and this is uh, that was my tool. You know, I should explain that that when you understand the skin, the skin. A brief anatomy lesson: the skin is in three main layers. The top layer is called the epidermis. The very surface of the epidermis is called the stratum corneum. And without getting too medical, it is this very top twenty layers of skin that maintains our hydration. It is built like a brick wall. The bricks are the cells surrounded by the mortar, which is those, that fat that I spoke about. Inside the brick are those little sponges. And those little sponges are called humectants. Um, they're compounds like lactic acid and urea. And so when people are standing at that wall, they have to understand the formulation that, that's in the, on the ingredient on the ingredient list, those ingredients are try to mimic what the normal skin makes. So although a lot of these companies, they do have a lot of false marketing claims, but the companies of the products that I put on the website, fryface.com, have put millions of dollars in research into understanding how the skin anatomy works. And when you look at all those chemicals on the labels, a lot of them are mimicking what the skin does. You have to understand 80% of all the moisturizers on the market, and this includes eye creams, the anti-aging serums, body creams, hand creams, the formulations for them is similar. They use similar ingredients. So I don't expect the average person to understand those ingredients. And that is how I built Fryface. I was able to look at those ingredients, 
and select products that do mimic the skin. So I wouldn't expect, for example, an acne patient to understand that isopropyl myristate can make their acne worse. It's just, it's just not realistic to think the average person is going to have that level of, of chemical background knowledge. So that's why it was, it's so overwhelming. That's why people are so confused. And they know they're confused. So the, the, my, this is my solution. My solution is to go to fryface.com, and it'll ask you, what are you looking for? A moisturizer, a cleanser, or a sunscreen? And you select. And then it's going to ask you, what body part? and you can select. And then on the one side of the page, you're going to have options. Would you like fragrance-free? Do you have acne? Do you like it in a dispenser? And you will come up with a list of products, many of which people will recognize, again, manufactured by companies that spent millions of dollars researching the skin. Write down a few names, take the list with you, and go to your favorite department store or your favorite local drugstore and, and purchase what you feel is adequate for yourself. Did I answer your question? You answered my question. (laughs) You definitely did. So what we're going to do is actually end part one of our interview here. And we are going to continue next week with part two. And at that time, we're actually going to delve more into anti-aging management. A lot of people are looking to turn back the hands of time, looking to get rid of wrinkles, looking for more youthful skin. And we're going to find out what's true, what's false, and what we can actually do. So in part two of our interview next week, we'll continue talking with Dr. Fry. And again, you can go to fryface.com for more information. She has quite a bit of information at that site that will help you as you try to choose what's the best type of skincare product for yourself. Remember that your health is your wealth, and I will catch up with you next week for part two of this interview. You have been listening to Health Talk with Dr. Diane, MD, on 1570 AM WIGO. Please tune in every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for the best in inspirational health information. If you have missed any part of this broadcast, would like to find out more about Dr. Diane A. Thompson, or would like to receive her ebook on stress, please go to drdianethompson.com. That's drdianethompson.com. And like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Thompson. Remember, your health is your wealth. So do something healthy for yourself. Have a great evening. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.